Yes, the only guest on my show who has his own theme song by the Beatles. Uh, Stephen Leahy is with us to talk taxes. This week, uh, this Thursday, actually, uh, Alderman Patrick Daly-Thompson went on trial for tax fraud. His defense was, or it seemed to be, that that he was a frazzled guy, just a sloppy guy, an honest but sloppy guy who didn't pay attention to details. And the question that I have is, when is not paying attention to details of your taxes a crime, and when is it just a mistake? Uh, Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, Karen. Thanks so much. That that song always puts a smile on my face. It really does. Uh, Stephen Leahy is from the Chicago offices of Stephen A. Leahy and Open Tax Resolution. They focus on helping people and businesses fight the IRS and resolve their tax problems. He's the host of a popular radio show uh, on which I am a guest frequently. Uh, the IRS Radio Hour heard in Chicago each Sunday evening from 5 p.m. Uh, on AM 560. Um, Steve, you have you followed this trial at least a little bit? I have. I have. And, you know, there's two good lessons here. One is uh, that uh, we always sign our tax returns under penalty of perjury. And I don't think people really understand that because too often, they, you know, when the people come to see me or they're having some problems with their taxes and then uh, it turns out that they went to a bad preparer or something like that, they were getting a big refund. They say, well, I didn't really look at my tax return. And they think that they could just kind of walk away because they didn't look at it. But again, we sign these things under penalty of perjury, and uh, I think people really need to know that and look at these th- their tax returns. Now, the second thing we learned is taxes are complicated, <laughs> and if you're paying someone to do your tax returns, you probably don't understand it very well, but you should try. Well, and I suppose, too, another lesson is that garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, and again, you know, in my career as a lawyer, I, I see people with their tax returns for one reason or another. They have to turn mm-hmm. them over for one reason, maybe in litigation or what have you. And all of a sudden I look at them and I see, well, you're making $50,000, but you're living in a $3 million house on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. So tell me how that works, you know. And, and, and again, you know, maybe what you give to your accountant is garbage, but you can't can't, I guess. I guess my question is, Steve. What at what point can you rely upon your accountant as a defense? You know, so as to say, hey, well, I gave my accountant all the stuff. If he made a mistake or he was an error on this one deduction, well, it's his problem, not mine. How how does that defense work? Well, you know, that's. I think that's what's going on here in this defense. Uh, and really, I think it's going to go in that case. In in the um, Thompson case, it's really going to come down to the jury, right? If if that jury is does their own tax return or relies on someone else to do their tax returns, they might say, you know, he's right. I don't know that much about my tax returns. You know, I, you know, I could, you know, I didn't know anything about it. So they might buy into that uh, argument. Um, and, and I think it's pretty pretty likely, in my opinion. Yeah, and because I think everyone can sort of identify with the idea that it's tax season, I'm busy, I've got kids, I've got school, I've got this, and mm-hmm. I just put and everything... And there's a deadline. And there's a deadline that, that's, that's not optional. And so I'm going to throw everything into a little plastic bag, I'm going <laughs> to run it over to my accountant's office, and I'm going to hope for the best, right? Yeah, well, and, that happens at my office every, every uh, April 15th. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, I've never seen that myself. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's why the extensions are for, right? Um, so yeah, no, I think I think it's an appealing defense. And I mean, what, again, we're not sitting in the courtroom. And, and I think in a case like this, if you're watching the jury, if you kind of know who the juror members are, and you're right, do they prepare their own? Do they trust their account? And I think maybe how you're wired on this case might be um, might be an important factor for, for predicting what the jury is going to do. Um, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some other issues that have popped up. And, and I I know that uh, there is going to be seven point six one billion dollars bet on a little game that follows my show. It's nice that it's nice that the little game is going to wait till my show is over to, to be on. I know I know they kind of planned it that way with Snoop Dogg and everything. They had to get that all arranged. But um, so let, let's just say that you win a bunch of money. Uh, and tell me tell me how do you report it for taxes? How does the IRS find out about it? And what happens if you don't report it? Well, this is these are uh, questions I'm getting a lot, especially now with fantasy league teams, right? Also. Right. And and uh, and with the Venmo, you know that that there's a new rule for Venmo and PayPal that anything over six hundred dollars is going to be reported. Now I know they'll tell you that that's goods and services and not just uh, payments, but you know I think it's going to be much more broad than that because it's designed to catch people who are cheating. And if you could simply just say this isn't a goods or services, it would be, it would help you cheat. So. Um, and I think a lot of these um, these fantasy league teams they pay with Venmo. At least that's what I've because so, I've had a lot of questions about this. You know, will will that be reported? And the 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 answer is probably yes. It's, you're going to get reported on Venmo. But here's the thing: the the 16th Amendment to the Constitution, which allows income taxes, which was needed to allow income taxes, says that all income from whatever source derived is taxable income. So gambling winnings are taxable. A couple months ago or a month ago, the IRS came out and told us that if you have stolen property, so that the value of the stolen property is taxable. Oh. If, if you sell drugs, the, the money that you make is taxable. If you take a bribe, that money's taxable. Everything's taxable. Well, Steve, and, and I don't know if you caught my segment before when we were talking about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I, but, I did listen. But as you recall, Al Capone, didn't go to jail for killing people. He didn't go to jail for anything other than not paying taxes, right? Yeah, and I point that out to people all the time. You know, because it's a much easier. Uh, it was a much easier uh, prosecution to just say, "Hey, he's cheating on his taxes." Right, and you do kind of a, a lifestyle analysis, and you see the cars he's driving, and the planes he's taking, and the clothes he's wearing, and his jewelry his wife is, you know, yeah. has, and 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 they, you work back forward from there and say, "There's just no way, based upon the income he's reporting, that he could live exactly. that lifestyle." And that, you know, this happens also with the state of Illinois when they do, if you're running a liquor store or any other kind of store, when they're doing their tax, uh, your sales tax, they go to your your um, vendors and they get all the things you bought and then extrapolate from then and say, well, this is how much you should have made. And this is what you, this, that's what the audits do now. So you have to be very, you know, you have to be open and honest about everything because everything's out there. All those numbers are there for them to, to look at. Um, we're going to take one. More, we're going to do one more question. Then I'm going to open up the phone lines because I know people have questions about sometimes the tax credit, about forgiving of student loans, whether that's taxable. And there's probably some new things in the tax law that we should be aware of. But I, you know, I guess I just want to ask you the question, and I probably know the answer, Steve, which is. 
You know, when people think they want to cheat on their taxes, it's never really worth it, is it? It really is not worth it. You know, is your free, what's your freedom worth? Because it is a crime. And you can go to jail for this. And, and what's your freedom's wor- freedom worth? It's cer- certainly not worth, in this case, the, the case of the Daily Thompson. It's fifteen thousand dollars, right? It's like, is that really worth going to prison for? Well, and think about a prison. Also, he's a lawyer. He will lose his mm-hmm. if he's convicted. Absolutely. He'll lose his law license. If Absolutely. he's convicted, he won't be an alderman anymore, right? He won't mm-hmm. have that job. Mm-hmm. He's a mm-hmm. commercial uh, real estate lawyer. He'll never do that again. And, you know, you ruin your career and your reputation and your family. It just mm-hmm. never seems worth it. It seemed to me like they did a big investigation and they thought there was much more there than there that could turned be. out to be. Well, right. And they also investigated the bank, which was shut yep. down. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like there was a, a, a guy who's maybe giving out the loan and he ended up having killed himself, I believe. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're right. They could have been on to bigger and better things and just didn't seem to find uh, everything they, they thought was there. We're talking mm-hmm. to Stephen Leahy. Uh, Stephen helps people with his IRS tax problems. And we're going to come back and take legal questions on tax law. Anything that, that you might have, we're going to try to field it here. 312 981-7200. And Steve, can you quickly give out your contact information? Yeah, go to WGNTaxman.com. You can find me there. Ah, that sounds great. All right, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to WGN. Your shopping uh, time is running running out, really, if you're going to get something for your significant other. $23.9 billion are going to be spent this year on Valentine's Day, and I don't know if it's just a portion of uh, a portion of it, but uh, 1.7 billion is going to be spent on pet gifts for Valentine's Day. Who knew? Who knew that uh, that much money was involved? Uh, Steve, is Steve still with us? Steve, hi, Steve, Steve. Welcome to the show again. Well, thank you, thank Steve, you, Karen. You know, I, I wanted to just say Steve Leahy is uh, a friend of the show, a friend of WGN. And as far as tax law and all of these things go, what I really like about Steve, and I mean this, is that he will take calls from people, and even if he, you know, can't take a case or make money on it or whatever, he's excellent at giving answers or steering you in the right direction, or maybe even referring you to somebody else who might be better at, at handling the case. And I really want to thank you for that. And I've, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from uh, listeners who give you a call. So I'm going to ask you again to give out your tax, uh, your, I'm sorry, your uh, t- telephone information. Okay, my telephone number is 312-664-6649, or you can go to WGNTaxman.com. And i got to say, you know, if I'm on the radio, I tell people, call me if you have a question. It wouldn't be very nice of me not to take the call, right? So I always take the call. If you have a question, happy to answer your questions for well, you. Well, and, and I think, Steve and I, you, you and I have talked about this before. A lot of people say, well, why are you giving out your number? You're just looking for business. Well, you know, do I get business from this? Sure, I do. But the mm-hmm. point is, I think... I think that we as lawyers, again, not to get on my little high horse here, but I think we as lawyers have answers to questions and because of our education, because of our experience and what we've chosen to do in life. And if you can't use that to help a few people in a few minutes during your day, then what good are you? I mean, you know, of all the good things and the good deeds and the, and the things that you should do in life, um, to use that, that experience and education to help other people simply is, 
is simple, right? I, I agree with you 100%. I got to say that, uh, you know, a lot of lawyers get a bad uh, bad rap. There's a lot of good attorneys out there, and mo- and the good attorneys are out there to help people. And, you know, in the end, do you, you know, you make some money, you know, because I make a living, but but in the end, you're really out there trying to help people. Well, those two things are not mutually exclusive, put it that way, right? I, but people sometimes think it is. You yeah, know, they, right. They think, you know, well, you're trying to make a living. Well, yeah, of course I am, but that doesn't mean I won't answer your question for free. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, especially when it's just a simple answer to, to, mm-hmm. to put someone at, at ease. And he, often it is. Yes, yeah, sometimes it is. It is. You're right. Because for me, because I understand the question, because you know, I know the answer. You know, for you that if that if you're searching for it, I've already answered that question, so I know the. So it doesn't take a lot on my end just to give you the answer. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's. Uh, I just want to give out the number here. If you have a question for Steve Leahy about tax issues of any type, or any question for me as a lawyer, uh, why don't you uh, give us a call here three one two nine eight one. 7200. You'll talk to our producer here and we'll get you on the air. Hey, let's go to Al, who's uh, on line two. Hi, Al. Welcome to WGN. You're talking to Karen Conti and Stephen Leahy. How are you today? Great. Hi, Karen. Um, you always have a fascinating show, so thank you. Um, You're welcome. My question for Steve is, I filed my 2021 income tax via paper uh, in April, and I sent it in with... Re- um, what do you call it, uh, return, postcard, certified mail. And I've yet to receive my refund from a 2021 mm-hmm. tax return. I called them back in November, and they said that I shouldn't call back again until March. I'm wondering if you know anything about them being behind. The answer is I do know something about this, and, and I think you're referring to your 2020 tax return, right? Because you filed it in 2021, and right, so right. that makes yeah. yeah. So I I understand, and uh, but here's what here's what happened last week. The IRS came out last week and said, you know, we're not going to send out any more notices to people because they've been sending out notices to to people like yourself and telling you that you have to file your tax return, and then people come back and say, wait a minute, I filed my tax return, but you know, but you still have it. And you cash my check the same day that you got the return <laughs> last year, but you haven't processed my return. So the IRS, instead of addressing it, they just well, you know what? We won't send out any letters. So that's what they're doing about it. They're just not going to send you a letter. So is it is it true that they're so backlogged that IRS? Yes. Is, yes. And can you just tell us the reasons why? Because there's a number of reasons. There is a number of reasons, and you know, COVID is obviously obviously part of it. But they had they did take on a much much more. Um, uh, responsibility with the payments, you know, the, the, uh, stimulus checks, but also they, you know, they cut back on, people started sending it in more on, uh, in these, uh, paper returns. And the paper returns take a lot more, um, manpower. And what, another thing that happened was the, Congress went back and changed the laws after many people had already filed their tax returns and made workers, I mean, uh, unemployment compensation not taxable. So many people went and filed their tax return and paid taxes on the uh, unemployment, and then the IRS had to go back and redo all of those returns uh, on top of everything else. So that just, it's just kind of a snowball thing, and, and they're behind in everything. 
Great. All right. Well, Al, uh, thanks for the call, and I think you uh, answered. I think that Steve answered. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, the answer is you have to wait. You have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. The um, thing is, don't send your if you do, if you don't have to send it a paper return. Even this year, do not send a paper return. It's going to take it's going to take all year for them to process that. You know, electronic returns. Ninety five percent of people now file electronically, and if you do electronic return, it's done automatically, and you and you'll get your refund very very quickly. It's the paper returns that are really causing the problem. You know, it just doesn't seem fair, Steve. I mean, that April 15th date has always been like looming large mm-hmm. in my and 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 they can't wait. Now we have to wait for them. This is not I, fair. I, I agree with that. <laughs> and you know, and I, it's like what it's like when you, you know, if if you have a refund coming, you can only collect the refund for 3 years, but they come after you for 10. Yes. So it, it, you know, it doesn't seem right. Who made those <laughs> rules? Yeah, exactly. When I'm king, as as they say here on WGN. Exactly. Okay, let's go to John, who has a question about paying taxes in different states. Hi, John. You're talking to Stephen Leahy and Karen Conti on WGN. Okay. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Karen. Hi. Hi. My, my, my question is, uh, we lived in Downers Grove up through September and worked in Illinois. Then I retired and we moved to Iowa. And I'm just curious, do I file state taxes in, in one state over the other or both states? I, I did have a little bit of Social Security income after I moved to Iowa. Well, you know, Iowa, I don't believe, is one of the... There's some states that we have a reciprocal agreement with where if you pay in one state, you don't have to pay in the other. Well, you know, and they and they offset each other. Um, but in Illinois, if you only lose... Just because you move out of Illinois, Illinois doesn't view that as... That you no longer are res or domiciled in Illinois, and so some, I've had a lot of people who moved out of Illinois, but Illinois still says, "Hey, you got to pay taxes here because you're still domiciled here." And there's a difference between dom- it's a legal difference between domicile and residence. So they say, "Well, you're going to come back here. Your family's here. You're just moving temporarily," and so they don't want to give up your income. Uh, but th- the short answer to your question is: sometimes you do have to pay in two states. Thank you. Okay, so I should talk to someone in more detail. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, go, feel okay. free to call my office about that specifically, and I'll be happy to answer your specific question. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. I'm okay, going to give out that contact you. information, John. Um, get, why don't you give out that number again, Steve? Okay. Call call the office at three one two six six four. Six six four nine. Now I am a tax attorney, and I know a lot about taxes, and I know a lot about. How, but I have I have some accountants who know much more than I do, and and I can ask them for answers if I don't have them. Because a tax lawyer does something slightly different than an accountant. An accountant is is preparing tax returns and exactly. doing that all day long, every day. And you are handling issues and problems, and people don't file, or they or the IRS exactly. comes down on them. So for, I don't file tax returns. Right? Yes. I, I mean, I, I don't prepare the filing for the tax returns. I have accountants who do that, and again, they know more about it than I do. And so sometimes people will ask me about, is this deductible? And I'd have to tell them, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, my accountant. yeah. Well, when we all have our, we got to stay in our lane, as they say. Um, <laughs> Stephen Leahy, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this Super Bowl Sunday and the St. Valentine's Day Eve. I can always count on you for uh, some really good advice for my listeners. I'm going to ask one more time how people can get in touch with you. 
Okay, so you call me at 312-664-6649. And as Karen said, I'm always happy to answer questions. So if you have a question, call me. Be happy to answer it, okay? Okay, great. And I've got uh, a texter who sent a text in. I'm going to send it over to Steve, and I'm going to have Steve uh, give you a text back.